0: Hello and welcome to the Fierce Life with your host. That's me, Conceita Thomas. And in today's show, you guys are gonna meet three of my Fierce friends. Well, your Fierce friends too, right? Um, but I'm so excited about this episode because today we're gonna talk about the most important gift you can give yourself to finally succeed with lasting weight loss. And by the way, Merry Christmas! Go ahead, um, I guess, grab eggnog. (laughs) It's Christmas Day, right? (laughs) Um, Jam out to the show tunes, and then we will meet you on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceita Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process, and instead, use that energy to live your most fierce life. Hello, fierce friend. Before we jump into the episode, grab your phone and just block out some time, about 30 minutes each day for the week of January 7th. Why, you ask? Because I've got a super juicy guest interview series coming your way. The Fitting It In interview series is going to be your opportunity to get a behind-the-scenes peek to get the nuts and bolts of how very busy career women and female entrepreneurs are making this eating healthy on a consistent basis and exercising regularly thing work. I've already started recording these interviews and they are sharing gems, I promise, telling you exactly how they get it done, sharing the mindset behind getting it done, and plenty of just practical tips and tricks. So if you've ever wanted to just get a peek behind the scenes of how other people are doing it and maybe gain some insight or inspiration that will help you to strengthen up some of the areas where you've struggled, then this is your opportunity and you don't want to miss it. So how do you get in? Head over to conceitathomas.com slash fitting it in into your name and email address so that you will be notified when these interviews go live and so that you will have access. All right, that's what I wanted to tell you about today. Go ahead, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 79 and we are I'm coming to you on Christmas Day to talk about the most important gift that you can give yourself to finally succeed with lasting weight loss, right? Um, For those of you that celebrate, you probably opened a gift or two today, and we are coming in with, like, hopefully, like the grand finale, right? This is the one in the big red bow, and we want to chat and talk about what it looks like to give yourself the gift of finally succeeding on your weight loss journey and finally taking care of your health and fitness. And this is a pretty heavy topic. And we're going to go there. And I wanted to minimize the hate mail. So I'm not here by myself. So I've got um, three of our fierce friends with us here today. I've got Adobe Tolton. I've got Andre Geddes. I've got Stephanie Griner. Okay. And these are all fierce friends who have um, taking the bull by the horns when it comes to their health and fitness. They are success stories like Fierce Freedom Coaching Experience and Coaching Club. Well, we won't call them graduates. like They're still still around, right? But they're vets. They've been around. They're not newbies. And so um, I want you to meet them. And we're going to just kind of chat and give you our perspective on, and our journeys about what it looked like to finally give ourselves permission to succeed in this area of life as well so that said adobe why don't you introduce yourself to your fierce friends and tell them a little bit about you hi um
1: my name is adobe and i um i've been on this weight loss journey for quite some time um i would say at least starting from puberty it's just been a struggle with trying out different diets and then giving up and then moving on to the next diet. So, um, it took me a while to finally get to a point where I could feel like I wasn't struggling as hard as I was before because, um, I was just, uh, Looking for I, I what I was looking for and found a way to make it an easier process um, yeah and you know and i and I have a a twelve year old daughter and I'm married, so you know I have some people in my life that I'm work that I have to work around so yeah so that's 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 where I am
0: cool, thank you, Audrey. Tell the fierce friends who you
2: are. Hey, um, I am Audrey. Um, I come, I guess, in on a different end. Um, in joining with Conceda. Um, actually, I learned of her through a program called Periscope, and I've been watching her for quite a few months. And this started a couple years ago. I've never done any previous um diet plans or any workouts or any, you know, any, any of those things. I really didn't have any, any struggles. You know, I didn't get off a plan and then start another one. I didn't have, I don't didn't have any um, past attempts or anything like that. But when I started listening um, to Conceda, I actually found her on Periscope when I was looking at some other homeschool videos and she just kept popping up. So I was like, Oh, let me listen to this and see what she's talking about started listening to her, sharing the videos and actually started putting in to practice a lot of the tips and things that she was given and it was working. It wasn't a struggle. It was easy things that I could, you know, adjust my schedule and do. Um, And so I like started taking care of myself, you know, along with um, homeschooling and I'm a stay-at-home mom Um, full time. So, you know, um, and then also a minister's wife. So trying to juggle, you know, all of those things. And I should have been taking more um, care of myself. So with being in the program, um, I've lost the weight, you know, that I wanted um, to lose. And right now, and I'm just in the process of maintaining and just um, trying to strengthen my muscles and, you know, getting rid of a lot of excess Um, not a lot of excess skin, but, you know, some excess um, skin and things like that. And just, you know, taking care of myself, making sure that I'm paying attention to my stress level, my sleep level, um, you know, how I feel and making it a part of uh, my, my daily day, not something, you know, like in the past, that would just get pushed off and pushed off until, you know, you have one of those explosion moments. So, (laughs) Yeah. And that's real life. (laughs) (laughs) Pushed
0: off until your body breaks down and make you pay attention.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Stephanie, tell our fierce friends who you are. You're a repeat offender
3: on this podcast, Stephanie. Uh, I am. (laughs) Your
0: podcast famous, girl.
3: (laughs) I'm glad to be back. (laughs) Um, My name's Stephanie. Uh, I've pretty much always had a weight problem. I've been on probably every diet you can think of, um, plus also just all kinds of different exercise, you know, different types of exercise that I've tried um, in order in my pursuit to lose weight, um, from cardio queen, to bodybuilding, to rollerblading, to swimming, you name it. You know, I have pretty much tried it. Um, just always been a struggle and um, I found after, after having twins that it just became harder and harder to keep up with, with the gym lifestyle, getting to the gym, um, putting the kids in the daycare, getting in the workout. It j- just became very hectic on, on, on my life. Um, I homeschool my kids, um, stay-at-home mom, um, but it just became too much, especially during the school year when, when my kids were in school. And I, I just got to the point where I had stopped going to the gym. And uh, then I found Kinsita and her program and the workouts I could do at home. And they were short. So it just, everything just kind of fixed in, you know, fixed it in with my lifestyle. And it was wonderful, you know. And then once I put uh, put the eating principles into practice, the weight came right off. Mm-hmm. So yeah
0: <laughs> Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> okay I usually keep myself together during podcast recordings but I'm just like you guys can't see them but I could I could see all their faces and I'm like right. these <laughs> are my fierce friends okay all right all right get it together girl get it together okay so now you've met um our fierce friends you've met Adobe Audrey Stephanie you know who they are and what their backstories are and um so we're gonna go a little bit deeper and i want to know from each of you i know audrey you're the the one out of all of us who got to like come into this like and skip the struggle bus like you were <laughs> you were the kid that skipped kinder fine we love you anyway thank um, you <laughs> but for the other others of you who did struggle a lot with your weight in the past, like, what do you think were some of the factors that led to struggling?
1: Um, Well, I know for me, one of the things that uh, I was struggling with was the idea that I had to give up a lot of the things that I like to eat. And I didn't want to be uncomfortable for such a long period of time and and have this idea that I was never going to eat any of these things that I liked again. Like there's, I'm never going to have ice cream again. I'm never going to have Doritos again. Um, so I just was trying to wrap my mind around that and then get to a point where I had, I said to myself, okay, all right, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to give up everything. And, um, Meeting up with you, I realized that I don't actually have to give up everything. I I have an opportunity to be to to have these things that I liked and work them into my um, you know my my daily life if I wanted wanted to. Um, yeah. So it's really really it was the biggest thing was just the food aspect, just the idea of not being not having that freedom anymore. And I didn't want to feel like I was locked in a cage. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. Voluntary lockup. You were not signing up for that.
1: (laughs) And, you know, and I did, and I did do it for a while with all, with, well, I didn't try a, a lot of diets, but I know that when I was actually old enough to start joining programs on my own, I would just, um. I would follow those programs and I followed them for years. And the idea of just, just going through those, those diet programs for the, for the time that I was, um, it got to be kind of hard because I was, I was looking at things that I wanted and knowingly turning them away. And mm. then, and feeling, angry at some, at some points that i couldn't have it and then i get angry at other people because yes. they're eating this thing and they're, or they really not maybe not that they were eating it in front of me but knowing that they could if they wanted to and knowing that i couldn't you know that was the mindset at, that i had at the moment i get mad at them like why why do you have this freedom and i don't so you know it took so i was trying to, uh, so I wanted to avoid that. Hmm.
0: That, wow, girl, I think you just like planted a seed for a whole different podcast. Cause that des- definitely resonates with me. What about you guys? D- does that resonate with anybody? Like that whole idea of like you not being able to have something that other people could and like, why could they, but
3: you couldn't? <laughs> yeah, I think that, that feeling of either being on plan or off plan, um, you, you, feel, you, you feel good when you're on plan even is but even if you're eating stuff that you don't like as long as you're on plan you're you feel good about yourself then when you go off plan it, there's a part it makes even though you feel good eating something you're enjoying you feel you, there's a part of you that feels bad about yourself because oh I'm breaking my plan I'm not supposed to be doing this and then like Adobe said you you, you see all these other people eating these foods and you can't have it it's really the internal struggle is really is really difficult i think mm. all right
0: fierce friends put a pin in that we're not going to give them too much we might have to come back with a whole different episode for that because because that we can go deep there and that that is definitely a worthy conversation to have sure. like what do you attribute your struggles to in the past like why do you feel like i mean your past attempts did work like everybody who tried lost weight
3: right we all lost weight but <laughs> just
0: that we couldn't keep it off like what do you attribute that to
3: right um well definitely going on programs that weren't something that for me were sustainable for life um such as, as going on on low calorie diets um eating foods i you know foods that were on my plan that i didn't i didn't enjoy uh excessive cardio uh working with a trainer who as soon as uh as soon as I wasn't dropping weight every week uh would would either reduce food intake or increase cardio uh to the point where cardio sessions are are two times a day and it's like Mm -hmm. that's not that's nothing that's sustainable for real life and that's it you know what it's not even okay when you're single but when you have a family (laughs) that's like you know and it's not to mention it's draining what do you have left if you're doing all this cardio what energy do you have to do anything else you know it's just not it's just not something it works but it's not something that long term that you can continue mm-hmm. and like, then what happens as you get older and maybe you can't do all the things you used to do you, you know to think you're going to be able to do cardio for two hours a day every day until you know until you're 80 is that realistic no <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not oh my god Guys, I, I love podcasting with you guys. I think I need a guest like for every episode.
3: <laughs>
0: <What are> you <laughs> left? Um. Um, So let me ask in and, and Audrey, like, I know you didn't, you didn't have a weight struggle. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe I'm going to let you Audrey lead off on this next one. Cause here's where we really want to get to guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and this conversation came about organically in our, in our um, discussion group for coaching club. And um, we were talking. I won't give it away. We, well, we were talking, we mentioned something that a few of us had done recently—girl stuff—that <laughs> needed to be done. And um, you know, someone said, "Like, man, you know, I put that off for so long. Like, it feels good to take care of me." And that kind of just it—it it made me pause and read because it's a, it was a familiar feeling. Um, And not even just from the distant past. Like you guys know Jackie is hazing me with her sleep, right? So from right now, it was was a familiar feeling. And it was also one of those things that I feel like that we as women take for granted as normal and don't necessarily talk about as much. So Audrey, Mm -hmm. could you shed light for you on like what that looked like as a minister's wife and my dad's a minister, so Mm -hmm. I get it as a minister's wife as a stay-at-home mom, um, as a homeschooling mom, so that's, that's a lot of hats. That's at least 15 hats right there. <laughs> um, what did that look like to then say, even though this stuff is feasible, right, you still have to do it. It still takes time. What did that look like, and how did that feel to kind of to put you on the list in that way, to give yourself permission to put yourself on that long list of everything else that had to be done? What was that like? Oh,
2: well, it wasn't fun. It wasn't happy because basically, you know, you're constantly putting everybody else before you, fixing everybody else's problems, counseling everybody else, and their homes are going straight, you know, their marriages are are good, you know, their kids are off and doing what they're supposed to be doing, but yet still, you know, you you've emptied into every poured into everybody else, and now, you know, you're empty and you know, self-care is not um, I'll say at the top of the list. So you are telling everybody else, Oh, just grab yourself a latte, you know, just go to the library by yourself or go do this. And you're like, but I don't even do those things. How am I going to tell you, <laughs> you know, to go and just don't, you don't necessarily have to buy anything. When you go to mom, but just go and just walk around and just breathe and, you know, ease your mind. I'm not even doing those things. So it, it was very, um, it was very hard. Um, because like I said, you're pouring into everybody else and then you're not, um, not necessarily not being poured into, but you're not um, putting into practice what you're telling everybody else to do, you know, and then on top of that, you have homeschool and then you have mom life and you have cleaning and, you know, the washing, the clothes and, um, you know, as your kids get older, Stephanie knows on Adobe too, you know, you have traveling for activities and, you know, it just gets to the point where, you know, every day you're at the end of the list and you've... Given everybody everything from you, but you're exhausted and you're drained. And so, you know, you may not respond appropriately. You know, you start noticing that your <laughs> attitude is changing. You know, you're not as um, nice when you're responding, you know, as you should be. So you're short fuse and temper and all of those things. You like, you gotta, you know, kind of just take a step back and say, whoa, that's not gonna work. You know, I need to take care of myself. So, you know, you become it's not that you don't care about, you know, everybody that you have to do things for or your children or your spouse, but it's like, if I'm not right, you know, then I'm not doing the things around me in love, you know, I love you, but I need to love on myself a little, and then it'll be easy for me to love on you and, you know, do the things I'll, I'll do them in gratitude versus like, it's going to be a real struggle right now, you know, (laughs) because then there goes, your eating habits start to change, and You don't want to work out and, you know, you don't want to do certain things because everything seems a chore because you're upset and you're frustrated and, you know, stressed out and those type of things. So yeah, self-care, it had to be put on the forefront.
0: Wow. What about, what about you? So your story is a little bit different, right? Because you were, I mean, you were, (laughs) I know you were meal prepping and hours at the gym. Um, but still, I mean, it's still a difference. Like, do you feel like at any point during your journey, you had to give yourself permission to put yourself on the list? Yes,
3: definitely. Um, like I said, especially during the school year, it it, it just got harder and harder. Uh, and I would still, t- I would try to prioritize my my gym time. And then where I would cut back is is like, as soon as we would leave the gym, we would go out to eat, you know, stop at a drive through somewhere to get food, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's where I was, you know, not taking care of myself and, and trying to give myself more time to do other things, you know, to be with the family and things like that. Um, I, I wa I mean, I was still keeping up with, with my gym time, uh, but it just got, eventually it just got to the point where it, it just, I was worn out. You know, mm-hmm. I'll say I was, you know, I, I wouldn't call it self-care because I was actually wearing myself out by trying to keep yeah. up with it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with that because it, the, the
1: time in the gym and the, um, you know, planning your diet, that, was, that became more of an obligation mm-hmm. than anything else. And it felt like who, like, who was I doing this for? Was I doing this for me? Or was I doing this because everyone else around me is telling me that I needed to do this?
2: Right.
1: So it didn't feel like it was my decision and didn't feel like self-care. Mm-hmm. It, it, so um so so that made so that, that made it kind of hard to um like you were saying, maintain it after a certain point in time because it just became very draining and every, every night your energy is just zapped and and knowing that you have to get up and then do it all over again the next day. It took a lot of mental energy.
0: Okay. So now you guys obviously are living the fierce life, right? So you're doing figure-friendly eating. (laughs) You are doing efficient exercise, but as I hinted before, like it's still, it's still, it's not Mm -hmm. magic, right? Like it still takes some level of time. It takes some level of mental energy especially in the beginning at this point now though you guys are vets so it's probably very automated and and habit-like but um are there any times where you feel or maybe are made to feel by others or others try to make you feel guilty like even for your 20-minute workout and if so like how do you push past or even guilty for it like if you're on a road trip with the family and like well that's not fair, you've got money friendly anywhere, so <laughs> that's not an issue but. but do you ever feel like there's something that rubs up against or challenges um your self care now
2: Oh yeah, absolutely um <laughs> you know, the, the road trips are i think can be some of the worst because you know your habits and you know you know what you need to do to build a figure you know friendly meal, and you know they're looking at your food choices like. Yeah, that's what you're going to eat? And I'm like, yeah, it's delicious. And it's good. But why are you, you know, like, why do you have to pick that? My doctor says that, you know, we should be eating such and such and such. Okay. You go ahead with what your doctor is doing. <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing what works that, you know, I don't need to sign up on a sheet every day to make sure I, you know, check off all these different things. Yeah. I mean, self-care, you still will have those moments, um, like you said, even though we know what to do, we know the workouts to do, we know how to eat and all those things, you still will have those days, you know, where you question yourself or you will be um, questioned by others around you because they're like, oh, you already done working out?" I'm like, yeah, my workout's done. And they're like, oh, but I, they still got an hour or two hours left in the gym and, to go <laughs> home and, to prep and make a meal and you sit on the couch chilling. I about it and you're done i mean yes so yeah those days (laughs) are still here
0: (laughs) i felt a little fire under that well she must have had a situation
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh they be trying to step on toes honey all i do is direct to the website (laughs) what
0: about you stephanie like do you ever um like second guess or feel like or have others you know kind of hint that like oh do you really have to do that for yourself or how do you handle that
3: um I wouldn't really say I I struggle with that a lot um the only you know the only thing is you know because I because I I I am really dedicated to to the workouts and and I always do them in the morning however I'm not always an early morning riser so my (laughs) morning what what you call morning but you know (laughs) especially on on a weekend So it it can be, you know, I can get a little bit of struggle from the family if, if it's like everybody wants to get, get ready to go out and I'm like, oh, I still have to do my workout, you know, and that's simply because of my, my lifestyle, I'm more of a night owl. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's not a huge struggle and, you know, and every night, you know, like my husband said last week, he said, he said, oh, remember I used to make that delicious lasagna. He said, but but you, you can't eat that. So I don't make that anymore. Mm. And well, it's not that I can't eat it. It's, it's yeah. for me, I choose, I, if he would make it, I would choose not to eat it because it, but it's a choice It's mm. I would choose not to eat it because it's not my favorite thing. I like it, but it's not my favorite thing. If I'm going to have an, an extra calories, I would choose something else. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's- Now
0: I'm right there, Stephanie. So how does it feel, right? Because like this is the meat and potatoes, right? This is where a lot of our other fierce friends listening to this may get stuck, right? So you said, um, I can eat it, which is totally true, right? You have full autonomy to do that with the way we eat, but I would choose not to because it's not my favorite. And if I'm gonna indulge in something, then it's gonna be my favorite it takes a certain level of um, autonomy and a certain level of um, confidence and self-confidence and being okay with putting what you actually want on the list. Because how many people do we know that would say, well, I ate it because he cooked it. I ate it because his feelings were going to be hurt. Like how did you get to that place? Because what I hear from you is like very self-assured, very clear with what you want. But some of us are still struggling in that area. Like, how did you get there?
3: That's something that definitely took time. Um, My husband's somebody who, he he does enjoy cooking and he never has had to worry about his weight. So, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't cook figure friendly unless it's something that he knows is specifically going to be for me. And, and, you know, and we've had the conversation of how, you know, how I want something cooked. Um, but if he's just making it for for himself or himself and the kids, you know, it's definitely not going to be something that's figure friendly. So you know, like in the beginning, he would be making this 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 decadent French toast, and you know, and I would I would smell it, and it would it would almost drive me crazy, you know, because I would want it, you know. And this was prior to working with you, but you know, this is just things that transpired over the years. Um, so he probably remembers that struggle and. And that's why like now with like the the lasagna, he's, he's like, well, I don't make it because I know you're not going to have it. Whereas for me, I don't care if he makes it. It's okay for him to make it. It's his choice not to make it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If he
3: made it, I wouldn't have it. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But that, that is absolutely something that took a long time. Like, like I'll get my kids pizza and I don't eat the pizza because again, I like pizza. But for the most part, unless it's something, you know, like if we were in Philly and it's some kind of special, you know, or New York and it's some kind of yeah. special, <laughs> it's just not something that would be a priority for me t- to use those calories on. Mm, cool. All
0: right. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That, that that might be a whole other podcast episode too, Stephanie. <laughs> so uh, Adobe, what about you? Like what does that, what does it look like for you now to like, Put yourself on the list with self-care that is really self-care. Like you said, your your choice. And like, do you ever like feel guilt around that? And like, if so, like, how do you work past that? Like, how do you stay in that place of I'm worth my own care? Like, how do you do that? Well, I've I've built things into my routine now. So um,
1: when I, and it's been over the course of several years. So the exercise and the food, those are kind of automatic to me now. So I don't look at it as self-care, even though I, I probably should, because I am taking care of myself by doing those things. But um, when I think of self-care, I think of the things that I do over the ordinary. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay.
1: So, um, so for instance, um, well, one, well, let me start by saying that one of the things about me is that I'm really low maintenance. <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that I've kind of you know I'm gonna venture a little word here I've low maintenance myself right out of thinking about myself
0: oh okay so,
1: so um my so like my 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 face routine was pretty much wash it wipe it down with some witch hazel put some moisturizer on and go but I said you know what I'm going to do something a little bit special for myself. I'm actually going to put some money down on myself instead of being feeling guilty about spending that money on someone, um, on myself rather than you know my family because that's what I would usually do. I think, well, I've got this extra money here. You know what? My daughter needs something. My husband needs something. They said, well, I need something too. So finally I just said, you know what? I'm going to use this for me. So I I went to Ulta, laid down some cash, got some moist, some like super moisturizers and serums and like built my whole daytime, nighttime routine. And just that, just the idea of spending that money on myself, even before I actually did it, was enough to lift my mood and make me think, you know what, I'm actually thinking of myself for a change. Mm. So, um, and, and I've been on, on, like, I've been over the moon for like the the past four days just just (laughs) because of that.
0: Shout out to Alpha. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got two more questions, then I'm going to wrap it up. Um, you said something that, that, that triggered a thought in me and you said, um, just the thought of doing that lifted my mood. Like I'm over the moon, you know, for four days straight mm-hmm. from just having, having chosen to indulge myself this time instead of everyone else. On a scale of one to 10, do you think that maybe in the past, some of the struggles with weight, with health and fitness, with food, with any of that may have had a root in the fact that there wasn't enough indulging ourselves in other areas and maybe that food was the only place that we allowed that to happen because i i know for a fact that when i got serious about not just dieting but about living this as a lifestyle i personally had to figure out like how do i indulge myself because for a long time it was chips ice cream things like that well i know for me part of the struggle
1: with uh the food part was feeling guilty about making meals that I was pretty much forcing my family to eat Mm -hmm. just because I was I needed to have that food and Mm -hmm. I and the easiest thing for me to do is just cook one thing for everyone Mm -hmm. so um so, the, so yeah, there were times where I would give up what I wanted just to make sure that my family was happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And mm. I wanted,
1: to, yeah. So um, I would say, yeah, there there was that that piece that I struggled
0: with. Mm. What about you, Stephanie?
3: Yeah, uh, I I I mean. I came up with some things that I could do that I found were it's not a replacement for food, but something kind of special. Like I really love candles and it used to be that I, you know, I would get a candle and I would hardly ever burn it. And then I started thinking, why do I do that? I really enjoy it. You know, if it's, you know, I I would think I'm saving it for something special. Well, what's this, what is the special, you know, because it just never happened. So one thing that, that I just started doing, and I do it year round now, even in the summer. And I never burn candles in the summer, but now, like you know, just having a scent, you know, throughout the the house, you know, most days of the week that I like. That's something that to me, it, it to me is indulgent. You know, it's indulgent, but it's it's a safe indulgence. You know, it's and it's a good one, and and everybody else seems to enjoy it too. But that that's one thing that I do.
0: Wow. Cool. Audrey, (laughs) Audrey might be being visited by her son, but Audrey, do you feel (laughs) like that's fine. He can make a cameo. Jackie does. Um, Yeah, he's up. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like at any point that I know you didn't necessarily struggle and or diet, but you did. Change your eating habits when we started working together. Do you feel like any of how you ate in the past was, was rooted in like finding comfort or indulging yourself in food? Like, but as a result of a lack or limited indulgence in other areas?
2: Yes, absolutely. Any anytime you limit anything, it shows up in other areas of your life. So yes, that is definitely a part of, you know, why. Some of the struggles I had as far as um, um, not necessarily on the food end, but just taking care of myself in other areas of my life, you know, took a backseat, you know, whether it was uh, more planning or other areas that I should have been planning a lot more in, you know, different areas, you know, didn't, I wasn't successful in a lot of areas that I could have been successful in because I put so much time, you know, into the other areas like one of them being homeschool you know i I mean i can homeschool and do this thing with my eyes closed you know the teaching and all that kind of stuff and getting it together but you know let's say when it comes to organization um yeah i didn't put so much time into that but now that i am putting you know that time into being more organized and everything having a a place and it has a label and it has a system things are so much smoother (laughs) And I think, you know, once we find, you know, that medium point, not everything, you know, you need to be OCD about, but, you know, once you find that medium point, you know, everything else will start to work smoother, you know, um, um, and as I've listened to, you know, Stephanie um, and Adobe, you know, give their testimonies as far as, you know, their um, struggles and the different diet plans and things they were on. I know I would have lost my mind a long time ago. So have mercy. <laughs> oh my goodness. With everything else I was doing, oh goodness. So, you know, that that is, you know, one of the good things about the club is that everybody in the club, you know, has had different um, journeys, but, you know, I'm able to take from them and their journeys and they're able to take from mine. And, you know, we take what we need, but yeah, um, whenever you, you know, give one area or a couple areas, you know, all of the work in other areas always tend to fall behind. And that is just a cycle that, you know, we just have to break. But being in a club has really helped with that.
0: Oh, wow. Well, with yeah. that said, I am going. I mean, I think you wrapped it up really nicely with a bow right there. So fierce friends, you have heard from three of our fierce friends. Um, they, I mean, they put it out there for you. They were open, they were transparent, they were candid, they shared. And I'm sure that you got plenty from this. Um, we always say around here that after you learn something, you gotta do something. So today's fierce follow up, should you choose to accept is to just spend some time in reflection, maybe not today, it's Christmas Day, but tomorrow, (laughs) spend some time in reflection, and just figure out whether or not what needs to be different in 2019 in order to succeed with your fitness and weight loss journey is to actually give yourself permission to put yourself, to put your desires, to put your needs on the list, and I'm just gonna, um, wrap that up with a quote that I read, and I i tried to find it so that I can give credit, but I, I couldn't, but I remembered it, and it's paraphrased, but it said something like, self-care doesn't mean me first, it just means me too, so remember to keep yourself on the list as well, and as the ladies have talked about so much, you do not have to take this journey alone. Um, you can join us, even if you're not ready for the club yet, you can join us in our free support group. It's called Conceda's Fierce Friend. All you have to do is head over to ConcedaThomas.com slash become a fierce friend. Also, if you've listened this far, that means you've got something from this. So don't be stingy. Share it out. You can share this on social media or copy the URL and text it to a friend. And then finally, whichever podcast platform you're listening to this episode on, Remember to subscribe to the show so that you are notified when the next episode goes live. Until next time, stay fierce. Four words from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by the Get It Off, Keep It Off coaching program. This six-week experience is set up to not only help you get results, but to create the habits that will keep the results coming long after the program is over. To get the details about what's included in the program, as well as when our next cycle of Get It Off, Keep It Off begins, head over to GetItOffKeepItOffCoaching.com. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceita Thomas apparel shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code Friend for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConceitaThomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you, it's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last and force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit.